Everything is a lie, you'll find that out in some time. But when the things on your mind are all considered a crime, communication aside, we'll all just fight till we die. Is this an argument or just the start of it? Either way, I don't wanna be a part of it. Can I just get some space? I don't have the heart for this. I can't be picking up the pieces, fixing scars from this. Is this an argument or just the start of it? I wanna drive away so I can be so far from it. I wanna find a place where no one breaks their promises. Or maybe Drown myself in something that is bottomless Take me back to a place where I felt at home Take me back to a day when we weren't alone Take me back to an age when the world felt small Way back before we blew it all Take me back to a place where I felt at home Take me back to a day when we weren't alone Hi everybody! Oh my gosh, this is so weird again It's been a while It's been a couple of weeks but we're here on a Wednesday in 2024. Mmm. The Butterfly Guard with me, Third Girl Hayes. Hi and welcome. I'm I'm just so happy. I'm so happy to be here. What another great year. It's already fucked. Has <laughs> everyone been keeping up with how fucked 2024 has been so far? Right? You know what I'm talking about. Everything. I don't want to get too much into it, but we'll get into it. <laughs> Give me a second. <clears throat> Let me get this drink going. Let me put y'all on something. Look at this. It's a good drink. Mm. If you don't know me, hi, I'm Hayes. And every Wednesday I sit down and I like to talk about MMA and make my picks for the upcoming weekend, okay? It's fun. We have a good time. I also ramble and talk about random shit. I just take whatever's on my mind. So, you know, let's just have fun together, all of us as a unit, everybody. But welcome. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh. Don't forget, guys, to like and subscribe and follow. Follow me on X at Haley underscore mys420. You can catch me there. I rant sometimes. It's all good. It's fun. And uh, don't forget, we have a newsletter on Substack. That's probably below. And if you want to join our Tapology team and make your picks with our Tapology group, do that. Because that's fun as well. Okay? Okay. Let's catch up. How is everybody? Hi, MMA Jesus. Hello, Anthony. Hello, guys. Hello. How's everybody doing? 2024. Okay. Happy, happy, happy holidays. Okay, how was everyone holidays? My holidays was good. I don't celebrate Christmas, but we did Hanukkah wait earlier. And then um, we did New Year's. New Year's was fun. We had um, a New Year's party at a friend's house. And the theme was, um, y'all are gonna laugh. Y'all are gonna laugh. The theme was rappers for the men and um, Taylor Swift eras for the women. I'm not a huge fan of Taylor Swift, but I still went as old T-Swift, okay? I still went, still, <laughs> still went as T-Swift. I don't remember what era I was, what era was I? The lover's era. Apparently she has like eras of her, her music. So that's what we did. And um, 
if you were on my Twitter and you probably saw I was having a dilemma with um, my dress for that. Um, the dress that I ended up wearing that I posted on Twitter was not the dress that I had the dilemma with. That dress I got stuck in for, for 10 minutes and cried because I was stuck in it and then it ripped. And then Cap refused to let me wear it because I, I could have still wore it as I wore um, a jacket, but he was like, can you breathe? I was like, yeah, I can breathe. I can breathe real well. He was like, breathe. I was like, Whew. you know that scene from White Chicks? Whew. And then it just, I busted. <laughs> and, and then I didn't wear that dress. Um, but yeah, so that happened. And then um, Cap went as Young Gravy. Do y'all know who Young Gravy is? Um, Manny, do, do you know who Young Gravy is? Pull up a, a do you know what he looks like? <laughs> I have no idea who Young Gravy is. Oh my God, look up what Young Gravy looks like because tell me this doesn't look like Cap. <laughs> That's who we made him go as. We got him a or he had already, which was kind of funny. He had everything in the closet to make it work. He just wore like a chain and some like heart-shaped glasses. It, like he he got down with it. It was hilarious. These these um he's a rapper, right? Yeah, he's a rapper. Okay. Um, these you know these. Every time I think, oh, okay, yeah, I can see. Look like a crazy. <laughs> he does. <laughs> but that's it. That's like. If your if your man if your husband was gonna imitate any rapper, like this is this is really the one like in terms of look right right he's actually we a good looking a, he's a good looking guy we were having a hard time because I was like you have to go as a rapper he was like I'm gonna go as um do you know who little Dicky is yes okay little Dicky because he's Jewish so we were trying to make a joke like <laughs> you know like you could be little Dicky. And then he's like, I don't look like little Dicky. And then my sister was like, you need to go as Young Gravy. And then he, so he went as Young Gravy. And he walked around the party and he was going, it's bussin'. <laughs> oh my goodness. All night long. He was just like, it's bussin'. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know so why funny. I thought about this, but ha have you seen the um the snl skit of timmy the rapper yes the little, little tim does he go by little timmy in the is that what he goes by oh my god it's, it's like clack 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 splish splash water splish splash boy you cap it <laughs> yes i'm such i'm so out of tune with this move I, we just did and everything I, i'm not paying attention to stuff and so i have to tell people that when i first saw this this timmy guy who's not even american like he's uh i don't know where he's from italian italy or something like that speaks foreign language you know very talented he's a legit actor he was in this willy wonka movie right he's also yeah. other stuff but mm -hmm. my my um 
my backyard ass didn't even hear about this dude until I saw the splish splash water. Well, I'm like, I'm showing my wife. I'm like, you got to see this white boy on SNL. He's hilarious. <laughs> clang, clang, clang. I'm like, and then I find out after the fact, he's a legit actor. I, re I, re uh, I reposted it on Facebook, that video. I was like, this is my kids in the bathtub when I tell them don't splash. <laughs> splish, splash water, splish, splash, boy, you captain. <laughs> It legit had me in tears. And then who was the the dude with him? I forgot. Um, um he's what's the big his name? Pete, Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. they do the uh which one yee, yee, skirt. <laughs> Talk about that. Yee. <laughs> skirt, skirt, skirt. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that was classic, classic. Dude, yes, that was that was so funny. Oh god, the whole um, the whole night, and like everybody else, people showed up as different rappers, and just um, my friend bought a grill, like a a fake grill. He oh, ordered yeah. it off Amazon. And he couldn't even talk in it. We were all like, "Take that shit out of your mouth! I can't understand a word you're saying." Did anybody? Did anybody come as Riff Raff? No, he can't. What was he? Um, he, someone went as a reggae rapper, and then somebody went as Eminem, and his of shirt course. just said "Slim, not shady." And he yeah. was like, "I'm Eminem." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No short blonde hair. Nothing. Just we were like, "Okay." <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta try harder. Yeah, riff all rap. All the girls gotta... were all dressed up like really well, and the guys just threw on a chain and were like, "This is the rapper I am." <laughs> So and we're all like no and then um we had a um we had fireworks and and fireworks with like stoned people it's probably not the best oh, thing geez. and i'm the only sober one there <laughs> and like i'm sober and i'm just watching everybody everybody be stupid and i'm like yay i love my cranberry juice with some lime in it yay <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a great time. No, but um, they had like cats, black cats. Yeah. yeah. And my friend has a dart gun, like a, like a shoot dart gun with their mouth. Anyways, cat oh, puts geez. one of those black cats in it and he like spit it and it didn't go anywhere and it burnt his mustache. He had a shave. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So oh. now he's all like, he's just got no beard. <laughs> oh my gosh. He, he had a shave and I was like, uh, That's what you get. He come in. He's like, um, is my mustache burnt? I was like, yes. When when you yes. start, yeah, when you drink a little bit, you you make decisions you probably wouldn't make when you weren't drinking. And yeah, I was like, dumb. Uh, <laughs> but that was fun. And then they had a VR set there, mm -hmm. like the mm -hmm. headsets, and we all put them on. And uh, it was just funny to watch drunk people in the VR sets, like, run into walls and yell, like, ah, like, get the, no, stop. <laughs> it was great. My our good friend, though, his daughter, like, she was just, like, playing, like, normal. We were all sitting around talking. We just started, bang. We looked back real quick, and she's just laid out on the floor. We're like, oh, no. oh mm-hmm, now that's what that VR set will do to you. <laughs> <laughs> we're like why don't you take a break she's like eight she's like took her glasses off oh no i was like yes there's real life around you 
like, oh, why did no one tell me? And we're like, we're not watching you, dog. You're ready to go wall. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, it's funny when you see people do the VR stuff and they're like, they start, they they, they just basically overreact. That's yeah. the best way to put it, right? Mm-hmm. What are you drinking there? Just, some Arizona iced tea? Um, They're called Shaka's teas. And they're like Hawaiian teas. Anyways, they're, they have, uh, they're caffeine free. And this one's lemon rose, but they have like mango hibiscus, peppermint tea. I don't know. It's really good. It don't have no sugar in it either. That's what I've been yeah. drinking. Look at you drinking all the healthy stuff. I'm trying. Oh. How much? How much longer? Well, it, let me before. Let me stop talking because I'll be back when you need me. Uh, let me let the the lady take the stage here because. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll tell everybody. I, I'm I'm six months pregnant. Look how pregnant I am, y'all. Look how pregnant. Ah, uh, she's popping. She's huge. Y'all wouldn't even know, but this shirt used to be cute on me. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm six months pregnant. I got three months left. Six, seven, eight, nine, yeah. <laughs> but I'm hoping I just make it to April. I just want to have her in April so we can have it be over with two more months. <laughs> My husband's like, don't wish that. Wish that you go the whole way. No, this is my third kid, okay? I didn't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I had. Due to technical difficulties, we had a slight interruption. We'll be right back with Haley in just a moment. Hello. Oh, I am back. It knocked me out. Stupid thing. Anyways, I had my first daughter a month early, which was horrible because, you know, NICU. But then I had my son like almost two weeks late, which was horrific. Horrific. That's almost 10 months pregnant. <laughs> So, um, no, this one, I want to have a healthy medium, April. <laughs> I'm due, oh, but I'm due on Star Wars Day. I'm due May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Isn't that fucking, look at this. Isn't it amazing? Star Wars Day. Ah, oh, that would be so fun. That would be such a fun birthday for her, but for me, for her. The themes I could do, look at this. I would love that. As a Star Wars fan, it'd be great if I went that long, but also I don't want to go that long. So there's that. So yeah, we did that. Yep, six months pregnant. Um, oh, I'm gonna do this. Y'all don't have to do this, but I'm gonna do it. If y'all ever wanna help me out with um, the baby or whatever, I'm gonna post my registry on, um, Inst on um, everything, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Don't have to, but if you want to help a girl out, okay, with some minkies or something, because you know this little baby is going to be a little UFC fighter, so if y'all want to ever contribute to her life, <laughs> her life there's going to be that. And then um, my oldest daughter, we had her birthday party at the bowling alley, and she can be four this month, so that is fun. So, yeah, we have a lot going on for us, okay? My daughter got um, a unicorn that's as big as her for her birthday. She can't carry it. It's like huge. It's super big. And um, she can't say unicorn. So she just calls it her corn. I want my corn. <laughs> so she just walks around being like, have you seen my corn? <laughs> and we're like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Cap hid it in the house, hid it from her because she didn't want to eat her food. 
So we hid it so that we would be like, your unicorn's not going to come back until you eat all your food. And um, she went looking for it. She was like, Daddy, go sit in the corner. Daddy, get a spanking because he hid my corn. And that's not very nice to hide someone's corn. My corn is magical and you hid it. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's, that, that's, all that's, that's all that's happened for me in the last few weeks. Um, but yeah. All right, let's talk about what's happened with MMA in the last few weeks. Some shit. Okay. Let me get into this. I'm not going to get into it, but I'm going to touch on it. What the fuck is going on with MMA? <laughs> what the fuck's going on with people in MMA? What's going on with everything in MMA right now? I don't know if y'all feel this, but I feel it. And I'm going to touch on it like this much because I don't want to get into any kind of riffraff with anybody, okay? But... We don't have to like anything anyone is saying. We don't have to agree with it. And we don't have to think it's right, okay? But as an American, as it's your freedom to say whatever you want to say, it's your freedom to say whatever you want to say. Whether we think it's crossing the line or not, they may not think that's crossing a line. That's their own moral judgment. And that's their own morals to deal with and not ours. So I'm not worried about that like do I agree with things some of the things that are being said no <laughs> but at the same time do I think that you should be allowed to say whatever you want to say sure is it always right questionable but it's your right to say what you want to say whether we agree with it or not and it's the fight game and people will try to say and do whatever they want to get into your head. It's up to you to not either let that person get in your head or to use that to, fi to fire you up, fuel you up, to, to handle business at the end of the day. And unlike us civilians, you get to step into a cage with that person and beat the shit out of them without any repercussions. So if someone is saying something about you in MMA that is particularly not that great, you have the opportunity to step up and beat the shit out of that person, which a normal person would go to jail for. So kind of take it as it is. They said some shit, didn't like it. Sure, you didn't like it. We're allowed to not like it, but it's stupid fly. But you get to step in and handle business and stand on business. Um, uh, a way that this could go bad is like if you let that thing get in your head and then like you let that bother you you know what I'm trying to say like it's not like like Colby saying something about Leon's dad or whatever that's not good wouldn't do it myself that's my own moral judgment he doesn't think he was wrong that's his own moral judgment to deal with but at the end of the day Leon could have used that like to fuel the fight but the fight was boring as shit I fell asleep the fight was boring if someone said something about my dad I'd beat the shit out of you someone said something about my kids I'd beat the shit out of you someone said something about my husband I'd probably beat the shit out of you okay no questions asked I'd, I'd pull a Jorge Masvidal I'd pull up at wherever steakhouse you were eating your fine ass steak and I'd beat the shit out of you that is <laughs> that's what happens so if you're going to run your mouth, you might catch an elbow in the stands at a fight. You might feel like 
whatever. I don't know. It's hard. It's a touchy subject because it's like, do I think you should be going after someone's wife and kids or family or dead relatives? No. No. Probably not. Probably, I mean, but is there times where it's like it's brought on and you put your wife out there for it to be brought on for? Kind of. Um, I think an example of that would be Connor saying to Dustin, your wife was in the DMs, which she was. How are you not going to use that, right? But on the flip side, for someone to be like, or like same kind of with Sean Strickland saying about Sean O'Malley's wife or whatever, he does let other people sleep with his wife. That's fact. You put that out there about your wife. You can't expect people to use that about, you know, towards her. I don't know. It's very like, it's very, very, very weird. It's very, very, there, there is a line, but there isn't a line because what we feel like might be a line, other people feel like that's not a line. So who says what line is drawn where and what line is not being crossed or crossed? Okay, that's all I'm gonna say about that. I feel like that, I feel like I explained that. Manny, did I explain that? Like, okay, like my opinion on it? I don't know if I, I felt like I explained it well. I think I did. I believe I believe that was the perfect way of explaining it. That's my that's my uh inter you know, you know I got fired up about that. Yeah, and I felt like that's the same. I don't feel like things should have been said, but do I you feel know, like I guess you have that opportunity? <laughs> it's hard it, listen, the best thing is yes, they have the opportunity to actually go in there. It's not like it's I don't know, baseball. If you don't like someone where you could hit the ball or get them out but this game you can fight each other so you can actually like you know hurt somebody <laughs> um you know I, I think hindsight everything when you look at it after the fact you know i i definitely calmed down a little bit because i i was pissed i yeah my i think my anger is rooted in i i believe this to be a legitimate sport that's still growing and still mm -hmm. becoming like the best that it can be and some of those type of things like the trash talking it just it just it gives me these wwf pro wrestling vibes and i'm like yeah. very this is, like cinematic on yeah stage. and i'm like wait you this is better than that well, not, well hold on mm -hmm. wait a second wwe people are like oh you're listen i'm just saying this is this is not pro wrestling i look at this as a legitimate sport and legitimate athletes and i just feel like it's a little bit unbecoming i think they're all better than this mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. But your point is right. It's it, we are in America, the, the freedom of speech, the freedom to express yourself, whether you people like it or not, is what this country is built upon. And, um, you know, I, I mean, yeah. Looking back at it, I, I think I've calmed down a lot from my initial stance. Now, I do want to say one thing: the fight, like you said, was trash. It was trash, it and that's the part that was shocking to me. I was thought we were gonna Someone see something. Someone about my daddy, my dead daddy. I'd fucking kill somebody. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, like I thought Leon was going to come out a little more aggressive, especially when he was ahead at some point. I thought like, you know, he kind of he kind of got round one and two because Colby just didn't do anything. So right. And then those for rounds Kobe to run front. his mouth the way he didn't go out there and look like that. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he started time out. And then he started talking about Trump after the fight. And I'm like, yo, 
Don't, don't Trump don't want you talking about him I'm right about now. Say, Trump don't want you on his team right now. Yeah. <laughs> but then he was all, I think I lost because I'm a Trump. <laughs> I'm like, I think you lost because that was a garbage ass fight. That's garbage. I mean, you know, social media was funny because you had people who were like, I, I was watching the fight with my wife and I said to her, you know, if they give this fight to Colby, it's not like you can say it's a full-on robbery because it, it, what what did Leon do besides win those maybe first two or two and a half rounds just because he was doing slightly more? Mm-hmm. So like if you know if it was if it was a decision that went to Colby, I'm just saying I've seen worse decisions, um, and that's because you know neither guy did very much. So you know you go online, there were some people who were like, you know, Colby won that fight or whatever. And, you know, but then Colby went on Fox News and talked about, like you said, that it was because. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> I was, you know, I'm like, this guy's ready for pro wrestling. This guy is so ready for pro wrestling. Dumb. Another thing I want to add to, like, my statement. Another thing that me and my husband, because we were in a disagreement a lot about this whole, this whole thing. Yeah. Like, my husband was like, you can say something that's truthful about somebody and it. And if it's truthful, how is that wrong? And I feel like, to an extent, yes. But I also feel like, should it be brought up anyways? No. Right? Like, you know, like, there's just, I just, that's where we were kind of in a disagreement upon. Like, yeah. um, he was like, things that Sean Strickland said wasn't, uh, wasn't necessarily, like, wrong. It's truth. That is, <laughs> the coach is... Yeah. They are together, and I'm like, no, but Sleeve said it. Yo, you can't this, say that. <laughs> you got me thinking now. Didn't Sean Strickland fight with Drakus Duplessis in the stands? In the stands, yeah. <laughs> no, he did it for real. And he, the way he did it though was like he moved a child. He, he said, "Listen, like, could you move that kid he, politely out of the way?" <laughs> he went crazy. <laughs> he literally told Gilbert Burns, "Hey, um." Move your wife and kid. And he was like, oh, come, 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 come. They're going to fight. <laughs> it just, but at the same time, I was like, I, I was in, I was mad about that at first. And we were in a disagreement about that, me and my husband. Because my husband was like, if somebody, not, not to like bring up, I'm not trying to like say anything, but I have a really abusive like past. And I come from a really bad family. So like he was like, if someone said those things and brought up the shit that you went through as a kid, it would it would fill you up like that to yeah. enough to where you would go after somebody because you yeah. were abused as a kid, and he's right. But I also would say, but I'm not a pro fighter. <laughs> I'm not going to be stepping in there for money and also yeah. against the guy that said the thing he said, and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. If someone said those things to me now, yeah, they'd probably get clocked in the face. <laughs> I'm not getting paid to do that. Yeah. And I was like, he could have waited you know filled it up a little bit more sure there was some trash talk going on still feel it up a little bit more and take out all of your anger and then instead you put the fight at jeopardy you mm-hmm. may not have you could have gone gotten fined you might have gotten jail like all of these things could have happened they didn't but they could have happened and you put all of that at risk because you wanted to get like two or three elbows in versus five minutes mm-hmm. versus 15 minutes you know what i'm trying to say like i was that's what i was telling him he's like i don't know i was like i don't we're not gonna talk about it well i mean now that we're talking about what, what was this ufc 296 is that what we're talking about 296 yeah yeah i think so i think it's 26 so the ian gary stuff 
All right, because we have we're gonna we gotta we gotta get to our fight card here at some point. But the Ian yeah. Gary thing, oh, there's so many layers to this. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you questions like I'm a reporter. Okay, I'm gonna ask okay. you questions. So my first question, Haley, what do you think of Ian Gary's relationship with his wife's ex, in that he's carrying this man's name and also this guy is his nutritionist? That is so weird it is so <laughs> weird okay i'm i'm gonna be like this is how weird i am about my exes i've been with cap since i was 14 years old cap beat up my ex when we were in high school <laughs> for running his mouth about me that like got in a fist fight beat him up and knocked him out i saw this man i'm pregnant with this with cap's third child i saw this man three days ago and hid <laughs> <laughs> Because I was terrified if Cap witnessed us seeing each other that he would kill him to this day. Like, I don't <laughs> Cap ain't playing I'm, no games. I'm married. I have his third kid, and I still <laughs> avoid anything to be away from this man. <laughs> <laughs> I hid behind my mother like a cow. I was like, Because <laughs> that I dude can mess around and go online somewhere and be like, oh, I saw Haley. Cap gonna yeah, find out, but oh, you saw her where? Oh, you saw. Her. <laughs> I was worried for his safety. I was like, if this man talks to me and he thinks he could talk to me, it's been all these years. He can't. Cap will still oh. kill him. <laughs> like this is how crazy my husband is. <laughs> and I was sitting here thinking, you want to be friends with her ex? You want her to be his nutritionist? You want to work side by side together? I know there was rumors that he lives together with them. I don't know if that's true, you know, but um. <sighs> That's a bit weird. My, okay, now um, what, what, what about the, I guess, rumors that she's like ultra friendly with a lot of fighters? Oh, yeah. And I, the, the fact is, is that there's pictures of this. There's, there's pictures of her hanging on different fighters prior to him and then yeah. saying stuff like he was supposed to be a one night stand and then things like that. And it's like, hey, lady, yo. <laughs> lady, what? It's just oh, poor like, guy. And then did you see his most recent interview with Ara Hawani where he's looking down and looking up and looking down? Yo, you're reading a script. <laughs> he looks super uncomfortable. He looks like to me like he's reading a script. And like my husband's like, do you think he's real? I'm like, in school, like I have a script right here in front of me. I look down and like look up when mm -hmm. I'm talking. And people probably he was reading. He, he was reading. He was reading something because I mean you can see him look down and look up. People are like, "Oh, he's looking at his hands." I think. Listen, I think he got shook. I'm. I'm not. Listen, I'm not in a cage fighting, so I'm not talking about his manhood. I think this whole social media thing got off the rails, and it got to him. It got and like I know they say he got pneumonia, and that's pro whatever. No. Sometimes people get, but you know, imagine <laughs> this. Sometimes people get sick because their immune system bails on them because of emotional They're stress out. maybe yeah. he did get pneumonia but mm -hmm. it just felt like wait a second i think this guy's broken right now a little bit and he mm -hmm. needs some time to heal emotionally so and it's funny because he it was not funny but he was taking shots at neil magny and i kind of i kind of missed all that I honestly thinking, like because you put neil magny's face on your 
on a shirt and then you talked called him about like an parenting. abuser he said he was like an abuser yeah you I missed about all that parenting but... because he said because um neil magny said something about how he beat he whooped his kid's butt and it's like okay everyone has different opinions on parenting mm. and whether or not giving a kid a whooping is um abuse or not i mean let's not get into that but yeah. you know um <laughs> like for him to go out and say he's an abuser to his kid who's like you know, he called it got yeah. a CBS call on him because of it. Like, he like he got shit done because of what Neil Matt or because of what Ian Gary said. And then Ian Gary's like, nobody come after my wife, please. And also, I don't. I'll have to send it to you. But have you seen that he is? He's autistic. Have you seen this autistic guy that raps like that made a whole rap about Ian Gary's wife? Oh no! Oh, oh my no. god! I couldn't stop laughing. Oh gosh! It is so funny. I'll have to have my husband look it up because I can't remember his name right now. But it is so funny. I cried. We had to rewatch it like four times just so I could understand everything he was saying. He's like, he's like, I don't even know, (laughs) dude. I'm have to freaking find it. Listen, the streets. Funny. The streets are not safe anymore. You go out there, you run your mouth, and you expose yourself a little bit, and the world, the internet will rip you apart. <laughs> it's so funny because he's like, I mean, he's coming after her hard. Like, I mean, oh. I'm talking hard. And this is just, he's <laughs> like, not in the fucking fight game at all. He's an autistic kid that raps on YouTube. Like he so just he's like, exactly. He's just like, listen, I'm, I have really no like, talk of this fight, but I, I heard gotta talk story. about this. <laughs> I gotta find it. Oh my God. It is so funny. I love and it. I love it. Like he just really comes at him hard. And then, um, like I was just sitting here thinking like your wife is literally being super made fun of right now. Like, like he he be like oh, well Anthony asked real quick Anthony was asking here who wins between Ian Gary and Jeff Neal that is Ian Gary's next fight he's not going to be fighting abuse. yeah he's not going to fight what's his name he was supposed to fight initially to, yeah what was that guy's name he was supposed to uh, fight I don't know I just have I have a hard time going for Ian Gary right now because like this yeah Jeff Neal's also the guy who went almost the full distance with Shavkat. And gave Shavkat a really good fight. Uh, yeah. Shavkat ends up choking him in, I think, the final round, maybe the f- third or fourth or fifth. It was a better fight than people expected. And Jeff Neal's a tough customer. Um, I'm actually going to go with Neal. Beef, so. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jeff Neal on, on that, yeah. uh, Anthony W. I just think Ian Gary right now is broken. <sighs> yeah, a little bit of a broken. I mean, like, um, yeah, I don't, I just. <laughs> I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see this song or hear it because. Oh my god! I wish I could. I wish I knew what it was. There's a, there's a like a Monday through Friday show I listen to, in Miami, and they have very very, like creative songs that they make up, and it's so amazing what people can do. They're so talented. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is, who is that autistic rapper that raps about Ian Gary's wife? Uh, Tyler Cassidy. Tyler Cassidy. Yeah. Is what it's his name is Tyler Cassidy. What's can you find him on? Is he is he available like on YouTube? He's on YouTube, right? Yeah, hold on. YouTube. Okay. I'm gonna try to play it for our audience. So you said oh, Tyler, Tyler, yeah, Tyler Cassidy. 
He's Cat got like Williams. his shirt off in the video. I know that. Is the name of the song Boyfriend? <laughs> Is, what's the name of the song? Boyfriend? Yeah. Boyfriend? That's <laughs> like the first thing that popped up on YouTube. Right <laughs> <laughs> time through Tyler Cassidy. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This, okay. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Okay. I'm going to. I gotta listen to this. Play this. Okay, okay, I'm just gonna play it. I'm gonna all right, let me describe to you what and I'm saying. And it won't get a chart picks. This is the best. Yes, this is this is oh my gosh, this is gold right here. Listen, that's what happens nowadays. Like the street, they used to say the streets ain't safe no more. It is now, now the net ain't safe no more. Like it is not safe out there. Okay, is it the guy who's who's like doing he's, this? And yeah, he's got, he's a got white... no shirt on. He's like he's oh no, got he's no got a, shirt on. a white shirt on. No, wait, um, let me look real quick. I could listen I to it actually. He, I could listen to it. I while thought we're... he didn't have his shirt on. Hold on, Tyler. Back <clears throat> here, but the, oh, this looks beautiful. God, because it was so funny. Oh my my husband always finds the funniest things too. Like he just brought this to me. He was like, "You gotta watch this." No, no I don't know. I don't know if I'm watching the same guy, but this guy's weird too. <laughs> no, it, no, he has a lot of different ones. <laughs> so, okay, Tyler we, Cassidy music. He's got like 377, uh, subs 377,000 subscribers. This guy's like a huge channel. Um, that, that oh, one's not oh, it. it's oh, not that oh no, it's, it's called Ian Gary. Okay, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, he's shirtless. <laughs> I see it. Okay, play it. It's okay, so I'm gonna just play it. I'm not even gonna like. I'm not gonna preview it. Everyone brace themselves. Let me <laughs> let me pull this. <laughs> let me pull this together here. All right, I haven't done this in a while. Share screen. Share screen. All right. So <laughs> this is great. All right, we're gonna do yes. Uh, the the Chrome tab. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> okay, I think that's how I did that. Also share. Oh, jeez. New setup here. Uh, share. Okay. And oh boy. That, that's that. <laughs> all right, guys. You, you're looking for something outside the box when it comes to mixed martial arts. You have come to the right I place. You, I always bring the weirdest shit. Yes. You, you, I, remember that shit you showed me that one day <laughs> about the fighters? <laughs> Yo, had me rolling. Wouldn't have expected that it to exist as a real thing unless I was shown it. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I believe you will be able to hear the audio. If you can't hear the audio, let me know right away, Hayes, but here we go. Okay, let's see if I can hear it. Um, Y'all watch out now. There's a cougar down there. <laughs> she done got herself a calf. Ain't that a damn shame? Somebody save him, cause I don't wanna see him with the 40 year old gold digging European. From the king, can she sing? Does she even fucking clean? Seems mean while the ring, it's obscene, it's a stain. Where's the eggs? This is stage, this is a mistake. This is fake, right? As Ian Gay's got a pretty face. No hate, but how's a man that good looking? Get a girl who can't cook, and she'll probably be hooking. Got me looking at the sky, got me asking Jesus why. Why Ian fell in love with a woman 55? No soul, so old, old. 
floating golden both hands while she's still with both mans looking like she eats crayons. Somebody save him, cause I don't want to see him with the 40 year old gold digging European. There's a cougar on the prowl bringing young men down. She's older than your dad and she's coming to your town. Somebody save him, cause I don't want to see him with the 40 year old gold digging European. There's a cougar on the prowl bringing young men down. She's older than your dad and she's coming to your town. She's at death door. Why you let her give you head for She's six months away from inshores and getting bed sores. Ancient, I need my pills three times a day. Shit, 18 hip replacements and eight facelifts. Nip tuck, how hard is to get your dick sucked? Then you're a big butt. Hoes can't keep their lips shut. That's ain't personal. Yeah. This guy is brilliant. I want to see you're hurting you, a bad woman who don't love you, bring out the worst in you. I ain't burning you in, I'm just relearning you, refining you with fire the same way that a furnace do. It should have been a hit and run, John Bone Jones, at least he knows when to leave a dying bitch alone. Somebody save him, cause I don't want to see him with the 40-year-old gold-digging European. There's a cougar on the prowl, bringing young men down, she's older than your dad and she's coming to your town. Somebody save him, cause I don't want to see him with the 40-year-old gold-digging European. There's a cougar on the prowl, bringing young men down. She's older than your dad, and she's coming to your town. Nah, you don't come around here suing me now, boy. And don't you come around here beating me up. And you keep them cougar claws off me, you understand? Won't be no cougars around here on my lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. First of all, the stray bullet caught by John Jones on that one right there. Yeah. He caught a stray. This man said, at least he knows when to leave a dying bitch alone. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, what the fuck? Wow, guys, that what's his name again? Um, oh, Tyler Cassidy. Tyler we did some Cassidy. really fucked up ones too. We sat all night and watched like a bunch of. <laughs> I know what I'm gonna be watching when I'm going to sleep tonight, just to catch up on what. Oh my goodness! Oh my God, it was so I'm crying because I'm just. Thinking I was in tears. I I just kept wow. I kept wiping my eyes. The lyrics were hilarious. He said she looked. She was 55 at one point. Yeah, he's like 18 hip replaced. <laughs> he said at one point, Ian, how hard is it to get your dick sucked? As in, like, dude, you gotta go and do. What are you doing? You're a good-looking guy. What are you doing? He, do? he says, don't come sue with me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when you've made it to that corner of YouTube, like, to oh, be made fun yeah. of like that, it's, it's bad. <laughs> that's a bad corner. And if if I'm fighting Ian Gary, I'm I'm playing that song as my walkout song. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm fighting... I'm sorry. We talked earlier about, you know, Things above the bell, below the bell, but I'm playing. I'm playing that. You gotta play that if you're fighting Ian Gary. Everybody who's fighting Ian Gary should play that song. That's what I'm saying. Where's the line? Because that is fucking funny. (laughs) Man, oh gosh, I wonder if they're gonna make it. I wonder if they're actually gonna stay together because maybe they're fine. They had a good relationship, but this kind of stuff could even tear a good relationship apart. Yeah, no, she was. She like come on there and she made like a video or something. I said. I made that book a long time ago as a joke, and it's like, mm, she done it. Yeah, yeah, no, she's done. I mean, I've even seen people go online and say, "Hey, you know, I, uh, you know, everyone deserves privacy." 
but there's something sketchy about this one. Right. You know, like even the people that were trying to be nice, people that were like well, trying not to say anything, you know, bad. Yeah, even like I like <laughs> okay, like here's a different thing. Cause I'm not a huge Ian Gary fan, but I can say this. I'm a big Sean O'Malley fan. And the shit that he's been saying lately, it, I'd, I'd be disgusted if I was his wife. Like, you don't talk yeah. about our sex life like that. And whatever y'all decide to do, that's your sex life. But to put it out there publicly like that, you're begging for someone to make fun of your situation. And then when yeah. somebody does, you can't get mad when they do. Like, because you're begging for it at that point. You put your wife's sex life on the line, whether... It's just yeah. disrespectful. You're married to that woman or whatever. That woman had your kid. And then you talk about it with your daughter in your lap. That little girl's going to grow up one day, find this video of her dad holding her, talking reckless. about. Yeah, that was reckless. Yeah, that talking about reckless. his mother in that sense. And then what does that do for her um, self-esteem? Like me and my husband, the final thought about all of that is me and my husband come to the conclusion that is. If you don't want your kids to see you saying it later on in life, all these people have babies and stuff, like yeah. not thinking about that their kids are could go online at any point and see all this. If you don't want your kids to like question your morals or what kind of person you are later on in mm. life, then probably don't say it. Yeah, and I think my mom used to tell me like if you're not ready to get married, as in like you could have a baby with someone and and like be great friends or maybe your your partners or maybe you're just you know you're separated but you're good parents those things are all fine um i think once you get like traditional married like in, in my eyes like husband and wife you know it's kind of hard to like then have an open marriage or open relationships because it just gets very complicated i think yeah yeah i mean i've heard stories or i've heard enough you know podcasts where the, it's not funny, but the story is of like the guy who's pushing for the open relationship, and next thing you know, he's like, "No, no, no, I don't want this anymore." And the wife's like, "I kind of like this." <laughs> he's like, yeah. "Oh shit!" I opened Pandora's box, and it's like, oh, you know, if, again, if you don't want to be monogamous, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to have whatever you want to do, but I think once you tie that knot, it's like it's kind of the thing you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be on the same team, and you know, yeah. So to each their own. I mean, to each yeah. their own. So. Okay. okay. Kicks. All right. So UFC Vegas 84, uh, a.k.a. UFC Fight Night, Ankalaev versus Walker coming up this Saturday. First UFC event of 2024. It's been what feels like forever, at least about a month or so since the last UFC I don't UFC even feel event. like this card's that freaking good either. Well, nothing compared to the what we were just talking about. I mean, UFC 296 had just about everything. The clown show, the, the pre-stuff, the, you know. Right everything this is a bit of a letdown but since it's been a month you know most people are going to be feeding for just about anything right anything. yeah me <laughs> um, yeah me too i'm looking forward to some kind of mixed martial arts there was a few events over the holidays but nothing compares to the ufc okay so let's start with the first fight in the card it's going to be felipe boons or buns from brazil versus joshua van and I do recall that Joshua Van is the replacement, not late replacement, but he is a replacement fighter here. Nine and one record, you know, bit on fire. Joshua is, uh, I'm sorry, Felipe. Felipe Bones is 13 and six overall. Felipe is 34 years old. Joshua Van is 22, 12 years to junior. What do you think about this fight? Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm going for Joshua Van. <clears throat> yeah, I do like him. And. I don't want to spend too much time in this fight, but here's the only thing I would tell those who are betting on this fight. If you look at film on these guys, there's a lot of similarities. They're very explosive. They're mm -hmm. both very athletic. 
Um, age is probably the biggest difference, and the age here probably benefits Van because he's 22. He's, you know, young and spry, athletic, all those different things. You know, 12 years younger. But there's something on film with Felipe Boons that just kind of makes me think this guy could be a live underdog. So I, I wouldn't bet Joshua Van with like a ton of confidence. I am picking him to win, just like you. I have him winning by decision. But this one has all the makings of a fight where they're, they're both kind of equally skill level and they're very similar. And and Felipe does have more fights. So I think he's a live underdog. I can't see this fight going to a split decision even. But give me Joshua Van to win by decision. Yeah. All right. Next fight. Tom Nolan at minus 345 odds. One of the bigger favorites on this card. Up against Nicholas Mota at plus 275. And uh, this is fight is going to be what division here? It's going to be a lightweight battle, 155 pounders. This, this is Tom Nolan's debut. It is. Talk to me. What do you know? Um, I mean, I just I was thinking I was gonna watch more stuff, but like he's six three, and the other guy Moda is five nine. So like already that mm-hmm. little bit of height is gonna work in his favor. Um, so I'm having a hard time with this one. My husband wants to go for Moda, but I was like, mm, I don't know. These people on debuts lately have been doing good. Yeah, that, and that's it works both ways, right? Because I've seen the debutantes fail as well. Right. right. Both ways. Um, He's from Australia. You, I don't know what team he is with Australia. I'm sure. I mean, I'm leaning towards Nolan, uh, but that money line of minus three forty five is quite big for a twenty three year old making his first walk in the UFC. Um, but he is taller, like you said. He's a southpaw. He's six and zero. It's a lot like this first fight, right, with Joshua Van, where he's younger, you know, by you know almost ten years or so, has a nice record. But Tom Nolan is a bit unproven, and so is Joshua Van. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll take the. I'll take the. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I think I'll still take. I'll still take Tom, just because I, I kind of. Let's just see. This is a fun card anyways for like the first card of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't really know any of these people very well, so I'll take a risk. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm with you on Tom. I'm going to keep track of your picks here because I keep forgetting to keep track of your picks the other week to see how much better you are at this than I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you got Joshua Van first fight too. All right. Next fight. Yeah. This one here, I'm going to just tell you that the money line just swelled. I, I think it opened yeah. somewhere minus 500 or 600 for Gene Silva. Now he's minus 1100. So it's like, and Weston Wilson's plus 700. I haven't looked into this fight yet. It's a featherweight bout. I know Gene's an okay know. fighter. Yeah, I don't I even know, know who Weston is. I don't know either of these guys. So yeah. Yeah, I, I guess Gene's going to win the fight, but uh, when I get to it sometime between tonight and tomorrow, I have a few fights left to go over on this card, and that's one of them. I mean, I'll just say this. It's not outside the realm of possibility just to put, like, if you put $10, for example, on Weston Wilson, you're going to win 70 bucks. So it's like, I mean, that's the kind of bet it is. It's plus 700, and it is mixed martial arts. It's yeah. anyone lands a punch or someone gets hurt or, you know, all these things can happen, but Give me Gene Silva to win. I'm not really sure of the method. <clears throat> yeah, I'll go with you on that one because I'm not too sure about either of these guys. Me too. Yeah, we'll see. Um, that's a good plug, by the way. Good reason to subscribe to our newsletter because tomorrow afternoon when it comes out, you'll have my full breakdown of these fights and you'll have my picks. All right. Um, Fareed Basharat, minus 270 currently or minus 285 in that vicinity versus Taylor Lopolis at plus 220. Any thoughts on this fight? Um, 
I was gonna go for Farad for Infestra. I've seen I remember seeing both of these guys fight, I think. Mm-hmm. I've seen both of these guys fight. Yeah, I mean Farid is is the flavor. He's, you know, he's got that eleven and O record. He's got a brother in the game. I must say, yeah, in his last name, I was thinking like I've seen his last name, but I was thinking like he doesn't look familiar, but you're saying he has a brother. Yeah, Farid's got a brother who one, I think, on Contender Series this past Contender Series season. He's also now in the UFC. The thing with Taylor Lopolis, and you may not recall this, I only know this because of Thomas Montanaro, you know, our, our French buddy. And Thomas loves to cheer for the French fighters, and he knows them better than I do in terms of their background. This guy, Taylor, won his last fight. I believe he was a slight dog. I overlooked him. He did better than I thought. He He's on a winning streak. Um, <clears throat> and at times, I've thought that Fareed Bashrat might be slightly... I guess overrated a little bit because still unproven. So I'm mm-hmm. choosing Fareed right now, but I do want to watch film again on both these guys, their recent fights. Fareed's balanced everywhere, but I mean, yeah, there's some butts there. And Taylor Lapolis looked really good in his last outing. So it, he could be a live underdog. I, I'm going to refrain from choosing a side with a lot of confidence, but I am going to go with Fareed here by decision. Yeah. Okay, next fight up the card is going to be Marcus McGee, a a guy that I had the chance to interview last year. He's a very responsive fighter when it comes to podcasts, reaching out to him. And uh, he's very, just a great dude when it comes to the fans. But uh, I like Marcus McGee. I'm a little bit jaded here. Uh, Gaston Balanos, I know very little about, but I did see him fight once. And I'm, I'm kind of curious as to why the line is around minus 250 or so for Marcus. I'd have Marcus more like a minus 400 favorite. He's really good, super athletic, um, but I'm biased here. I like Marcus to finish this fight within two rounds somehow, whether it's by submission or by TKO. So, again, I'm biased here. What do you the think? Last few fight, or the last fights that I've seen of Marcus were good. <clears throat> yeah. From, yeah, from what I remember. And I, I remember the Gaston, his, obviously his name's ringing a bell to me. Like I've seen him, but I mm-hmm. can't think about what fight. Yeah, he's very, he's very like I don't know. Again, I'm this line was minus three hundred range, I believe, when it opened for Marcus McGee. I, I'm gonna, I could be wrong. Minus three forty five, minus three fifty, somewhere in that vicinity. And mm-hmm. now he's at minus two fifty. I I don't know if something's going on behind the scenes, an injury or something. But I mm-hmm. I still feel like he's the right side here. And yeah, they're similar yeah. in age, similar records, but I like McGee. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go for McGee as well. All right, we're on the same. We're we're t- are we we're the same. Yeah, so on far so good. So that that could be a good thing, could be a terrible thing. Right, um, sometimes this happens. Yeah, right. Matthew Semmelsberger versus Preston Parsons in the next fight, a welterweight bout, 170 pounds. The the market has this, and it's like a straight pick 'em, even price on both sides. I've seen these guys fight before. I am a bit yeah. torn as well. What do you think? I think I'm going for Matthew. He, I, I remember watching him fight. Um, I think, no, 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 I'm wrong. Wait, I felt like I watched him fight live. Did he fight in Dallas? Let me see. Why am I feeling he's from, maybe it's someone else that looks kind of like him. I have to look up his his background it's to be July specific. 29th? Oh, 2023. That's 2023. When did I go to the... Mm-hmm. July 20th. Where was this? Murano. What? Uh, 
It was the Amanda Nunes fight that was in Dallas. When she was in the main card? Yeah, she was the main card. Amanda Nunes and Pena was the main card. I feel like I saw him for some reason. No, I know. I'm not sure. Was that a title fight? It would have been, right? Of course it would have yeah. been. Amanda Nunes. Um, yeah, I, I can't tell based upon his his profile. <clears throat> but I mean, the thing is, look, I, I'm going to watch filming these two guys, and I'm probably going to have a very different opinion by tomorrow on these two fighters to get a fight that I want to see more before I make an official pick. But I'm going to lean towards Semmelsberger just because he does have a little bit of the wrestling. I think he's fought some better competition. <laughs> it was. I did see him fight live. You did? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Matthew. So, there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You found it. So that was July 20th, you were saying? July 30th, yeah. July 30th. Okay. My bad. Um, all right. So we're both on Matthew. Hey, my memory is hazy, but it's there. <laughs> there you go. You found it. You're like, it's in there somewhere. I feel like I've seen this guy fight live. Nice. Yeah. I was like, it's there. <laughs> I know he fought live. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so far, so good. We're both on the same page for the first one, two, three, four, five, six fights. The seventh and last fight on the prelim card is Waldo. Where's Waldo? Cortez Acosta <laughs> versus Andre. 44, about to be 45-year-old Arlovsky. Um, the market has Acosta as a minus 750 favorite. I believe yeah. he opened around minus 450. You got Arlovsky plus 525. Arlovsky's fought 56 fights. I mean, geez. My goodness. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm on Waldo Cortez to win. I yeah, I was going to say, I think it's Waldo. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to Waldo. I, the only way this gets bad, right, <clears throat> is that if you look at Waldo Cortez, he's had moments where he hasn't, let's say, met his potential. And so you can see him if he drops the ball in a round or two mm -hmm. in a three-round fight, and then Arlovsky is pretty crap. You know, Arlovsky knows still in, at this age how to win a round or two and make it look like he's doing more than he can or more than he is, I'm sorry. So that's my only hesitation. I, I will probably find my way to a small bet because, again, 10 bucks here wins you $52 and change on Arlovsky. You know, um, but side note, this could be Arlovsky's last fight or one of his last fights. He's going to be 45. There's rumors he wants to hang a little bit longer. But if he were to get clobbered here, which he has got clobbered a few times recently, this could be the send-off fight, maybe the last fight of his career. Yeah. So. Um, but again, brace yourself. If you're going to be parlaying Waldo Cortez Acosta, because obviously you're not going to be playing it straight up, but if you're a parlay guy out there who's going to be parlaying this fight, your, your, your butt's going to be puckered up at the end of the first round if you don't see Acosta, do, Acosta doing enough and Orlowski makes it close. Because that first round, to me, will, will set the tone of the fight. And if Acosta plays too much patty cake and doesn't go forward, I mean, he should. He's 32 years old. This guy's 45. He literally should go forward and, and bully him. But we'll see what happens. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay, first fight on the main card. There's one, two, three, four, five fights in the main card. That first fight is Bruno Ferreira versus Phil Hawes. Another close fight here at Corner Vegas, minus 130 for Ferreira, plus 110 for Hawes. A middleweight bout, 185 pounders. And the last time we saw Hawes, he was getting lights out. Um, so he's trying to rebound from that. And Ferreira is 4-1 in his last five. Any thoughts on this fight? Um, yeah, well, they both are coming off of a loss. But yeah. I think I had Phil Hawes. I mean, he's super he, athletic, that guy. Yeah, I was like, hope, hopeful he'll bounce back, maybe. <laughs> I hope so too. He's 35. Um, 
you know, it's funny. I feel like he was just on the scene recently as a younger fighter, but time, father time catches up on all these fighters, right? He's 35 now, um, needs to meet his full potential, I think. He's at that point where we're going to find out, is he going to become a contender or just a guy who's going to be hanging around the bottom of the rankings? But yeah. I'm, undecided, I'm really undecided here. Uh, I'm going to go with you just because right now I am, uh, I'm undecided. So I'm going to go with Phil Hawes as well. And I think, again, the, the, I would say this, the best version of Phil Hawes probably wins this fight. That's, yeah. that's how I put it. Um, next fight, Bantamweight bout, 135 pounders. You've got Ricky Simone versus Mario Batista. And I argued this could be the fight of the night. Yeah. These are I, two I, really good fighters. Yeah. Go ahead. What do you think? It has Ricky as like the favorite right now, but I think I'm going for Mario. Me too. Me too. Really? I'm not just I'm not just saying that. Well, you, time out. Do you remember that movie uh uh Nacho Libre with yes. Jack Black when he's trying to impress the nun and she tells him the things that he that she likes and he's like, he's like Me too. Me That's my favorite thing to do every single day. I love that. That is my favorite. <laughs> That's his favorite thing to do every day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do you like toast? <laughs> I love toast. <laughs> I love toast. Oh my gosh. So yes, no, I listen, I'm all joking aside, people who hear this video right now or here later on, Bautista is really good. I'm a big fan of Ricky Simone, former, you know, high school wrestler from the Northwest, did some wrestling, I believe, in college. I also believe he does some coaching in middle school. Uh, nice guy, has an interesting background, athletic family, you know, talks with, with grace and charisma on the micro. A lot of the reasons why I like this guy. But he also ran into a wall his last fight. He kind of got kind of got put in his his place. And man, Bautista is good. So at plus 160 odds, you almost have no choice here but to really consider Bautista. Ricky can win the fight, but Bautista has a few things in his, you know, a few feathers in his cap. He's a switch stance fighter. I do think he's a little bit faster. I think his striking is better. Um, but if you're talking about just good old-fashioned wrestling, Ricky Simone averages like something crazy, like four or five takedowns per fight, and he'll look to wrestle. So we'll see what happens. But we both agree. Bautista. Yeah. Okay, next one. <laughs> Speaking of old-timers, 40-year-old Jim Miller, who... <laughs> his, <I'm>, his, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I'm worried about it. Yeah. But I do want to go for Jim Miller, even though he's older. I, I'm a, I, like, I like Miller, too. I like Miller I like, too. I like him, but I just worry because he's old. Yeah, you know, look, I, if you. But I don't, I don't mean old, like 40. No, just old, really old, old to be just getting punched in the head. In this, yeah, old <laughs> in this fight game. It's old. You're old once you get to that point. You're just it's getting towards the end. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to talk about this in, in detail in my breakdown video. I'm going to talk about it in detail in the newsletter that comes out tomorrow. Jim Miller is ripe to win this fight. He has his eyes set on fighting at UFC 300. He's just about a shoo-in to be on that fight card. Yeah. This guy is is durable as all hell. I mean, a crazy amount of fights, upwards almost, you know, what, 30, 40, 50 some odd fights. Has been finished a few times, but nothing. Recently has now come upon this, like, knockout power later in his career. Look at Gabriel Benitez's background recently, his 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 topology and stuff, his resume. He's he got some problems with durability. He's also long the two, 35 years old. Mm -hmm. I like Miller when this fight, the, the odds dropped at like right, minus 105, minus 110, both sides. I took him there. Now he's at minus 135 because I believe the market is seeing, like, look, even though he's 40 years old, he is a better fighter than Gabriel Benitez. So I like Miller a lot. I, I like him with a ton of confidence. So I'm with you on this. Okay, good. 
All right, co-main event. Yeah, it's it's gonna be like it's we have two more left here, but this is the only time I remember in recent history we have every single fight the same. I know. Um, all right, Manel Cop the second, Manel Cop the second versus Matthias Nicolau. Cop is the favorite at minus two seventy eight odds, and he started off a little bit lower, like minus two hundred range, but the market has had money coming on him against Matthias Nicolau, who's at plus two twenty five. And what say you, Queen B? Um, I think I'm going for Manel. Going for star boy, star boy. star boy, yes. And his real name, actually, his first his first name is actually Manuel. I don't know why. Yeah, there's a story behind this. I my my memory eludes me here. It's like he just tucked the U out of it. Now it's just Manuel. It's like, yo, dude, your name's Manuel. But whatever, to each their own. <laughs> just drop, just dropping, you know, letters out of the name. But uh, yeah, yeah. So Manuel Cop the second, star boy. I like him too. I'm going to say what I said about um, Phil Hawes. The best version of Cop wins this fight, and 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 that's just what this comes down to. These guys fought before and went to a split decision. Matthias Nicolau won that split. I think since that time, which is about two, three years ago, to now, I think Manel Cop is the one who's made bigger strides. Matthias has also made some strides, also won some fights in a row. They've both enjoyed some winning streaks. But I think this time around, maybe it goes to another decision, but Manel Cop gets his hand raised. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. The last fight of the night, the, the fight that the card has been built around, Magomed Ankalaev against Johnny Walker. And um, yeah, let me let this, me forward to you. This one's hard because I don't. I think last time I was going for Johnny Walker, and I still think I want to. But is this a fight? How far did they get into the fight before it became a no contest? Because wasn't I like mad because Uncle Live kept using the cage, or was that someone else? I think it was a different fight, because but it could be wrong. I believe or was this that was the, on the fight. same card, but a different fight. It may have been the same card, different fight. Because what I remember of, I think when my memory serves correctly, they were fighting early, like early in the first round, and there was a, <clears throat> it was a groin shot. Yeah, it was a groin shot that when the when the doctor was asking. Come in. Asking yeah. Johnny Walker about it, <laughs> I I don't want to be this guy, but I'm gonna be this guy. I, look, if Johnny Walker wanted to keep fighting, he could have just looked at the doctor in the eye and said, "Yes, I'm fine," or "I just need another minute. I'm okay." Mm -hmm. the, uh, the doctor was asking him, like, "Dude, can you continue?" And Walker was like, looking around the room, like he had no idea how to speak English. That shit bugs me because these fighters, almost all of them, speak English, and Johnny Walker definitely speaks English. So the doctor asked him several times, like, yo, dude, can you keep going? Are you okay? It and wasn't Walker, the question, like, where are we at? And he was like, the desert. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, right. That's the one. Yeah. And, and okay. he's sort of like, yeah, so that's the one. I, that, I left that part out. My goodness, how did I forget about that? So, yeah, it was like this. He was he was giving sort of like riddles as answers instead of just answering the, the answer question. Like, we're at um, Abu Dhabi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what ends up happening is the doctor just takes the fight in his own hands waves it off and then as soon as he does this johnny walker starts to like no what are you doing man i was ready to fight and it's like well you should have been saying that just a second ago you should just, right. just said that so yeah i don't know that's just whatever for what that whatever that's worth that's what and i so, remember isn't happening. some weird shit come out about johnny walker or is that all rumors uh-oh like didn't weird shit come out about like him sending stuff to like underage girls or is that rumors look <laughs> i don't know about those rumors but 
there's something Twitter's wild though. That's what I'm saying. You gotta watch yeah, out. no, I don't know anything about that. I couldn't even comment. But I will say this, there's something like okay, here's the way I remember Johnny Walker. Like when you when you first see a fighter, they make that impression on you, and then it's kind mm-hmm. of hard to get that out of your head, right? So like mm-hmm. for Ian Gary, a lot of people that became fans of mixed martial arts this last six months to a year, they're gonna know Ian Gary as you know what's going on um and then so in the case of uh in the case of uh walker i remember him the guy who was dancing on the way to the cage like he's out here salsa dancing so much dancing though and then he gets like knocked out in a second and it's like that i remember (laughs) being like why did you why did you dance so much to get knocked out like that Wasn't he doing like flips and shit in the fucking octagon? He's the one who also that was. I think it may have been that fight or a different fight. He was the one who literally got knocked out like five times and was flailing around the octagon, like falling over and like 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 a, like a like a fish out of water. And the ref My was like, "Don't like Johnny Walker." That's what I was thinking. See? Yeah, yeah he doesn't care for. I think he said he makes a fool out of himself or something. See, like he trips on stage when he goes to weigh-ins. Just kind like, of goofy, kind of goofy. He's just goofy. He's I think goofy. he's a very nice guy from what you see, like be, behind the the scenes. Like, yeah, he's always know. like, he's doing too much. He's doing too much. He's just, yeah. a, he's doing too much. You, you don't, don't do that much to go get knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Just, just see, that's exactly what you said it right. He's doing too fucking much. <laughs> oh my god, Uncle so, Life's like, I'm very serious, brother. Yeah, Uncle Life brother, is like. I come in and I do this. I come, I break you in there. So I, 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 I think he's gonna win. Are you gonna go with Walker? I think I'm gonna go with Uncle Live. Yes. Yeah. Sweet, sweet for us. I mean, could Walker win? I want to put it out there. Yes, he could yes, win. He could. Super duper athletic, but ah, uh, there's holes in the game. Some of it's mental. I don't know. But uh, every time I hear that, like, is his name Johnny Walker? And when I was a cheerleader or whatever, we had this song for the little girls little sally walker and anyways if there was like a boy like in the group we'd call him johnny walker little johnny walker walking down the street <laughs> anyways every time i see it i think about that song it really me off. <laughs> all right a little memory lane um like it's that. it's 10 past the hour we went a little bit later today but i am going to I'm going to give a quick review of our picks here, and then I'm going to exit stage left and allow you to say your pleasantries. It's our first collaboration, your first episode of Butterfly Guard of 2024, the first of many. Um, And so, yes, quick summary of the picks. So here's the picks for this card. We both agree on each of them, which is either a great thing or a bad thing. We're going to find out. From the top, we both like Magomed Ankalaev, Manel Kopp, Jim Miller, Mario Batista, who's an underdog at plus 160. Phil Hawes, who's a dog at plus 110. Going down to the premium card, Waldo Cortez Acosta, Matthew Semmelsberger, Marcus McGee, Gene Silva, Tom Nolan. And then the first fight, Joshua Van. Those are our picks. Bet with caution if you're betting. And uh, on the note, I'm going to let you take it away, Haley. Okay. Ciao, Bella. Ciao. <laughs> okay, dog. That was it, y'all. That's the first episode of 2024. Okay, I hope you all had fun. I had fun. And um, yeah, I'm usually here every Wednesday. Don't forget to like and subscribe and follow me on my ex, Haley underscore mice420, and follow MMA Fight Club as well. 
and just keep in touch with everything that we're doing. Like he said, we re we have that um, newsletter on Substack where he will tell you more in depth about our picks. And if you want to join us with picks, you can use Topology. And um, yeah, I hope everyone is just having a great year so far. I hope we all continue to have uh, the best year in the next few months. I'm usually here every Wednesday, so catch me next time. Bye, bitch. The house of pain is in effect, y'all. I say the house of pain is in effect. You know the house of pain is in effect, y'all. And anyone that steps up is getting wrecked. I won't ever slack up, punk it out of backup Try and play the role in your